episode two. I am Lori. I'm Rachel. And if you want to hear more about ourselves, you can listen to our episode one that first came out last week. Yeah. We are back again. We're really excited to talk about this week's episode. She's like, well, you have to take this test. And I'm like, no, I don't want to take a test. <laughs> but you got sucked in. I got sucked in because she is very convincing. <laughs> so I took this test, and it turns out I was a personality type one. Yes. And the most exciting part was... That I am also a one. And when I thought about getting her to take this, in my brain, I was secretly like, oh, I bet she's a one, too. But, like, a one also. Yeah. A one too. I think she's also a one, but I didn't want to I didn't want to claim that before we got started. But then, yeah, then the results confirmed it. The results did confirm. And so it just, um, so we have spent several weeks. Yeah, it sparked uh, an interest for us. Yes, and doing some researching to see what that was all about and it turns out bull all the good and bad were all true You're like pretty accurate really yeah. accurate yeah and we we took a we took a deep dive we found out all these things about it we found out like who we could be compatible with and like all these things so we really we got into it and then we felt like well all this like informs how we see a lot of like dating and relationships and just like how we operate in our like everyday life um so yeah it confirmed a lot of my suspicions about myself yeah it also confirmed a lot of my like worst fears about myself same (laughs) like oh yeah i mean i knew that about myself but (laughs) to read it on a page i don't like to read it i felt really vulnerable (laughs) (laughs) i didn't like some of the things it was saying but as the weeks have progressed now i've really come to accept my fate essentially yeah when it comes to my personality yeah and so we thought we'd we'd let you into that as a way to get to know us more but then also just as kind of a fun little look at (laughs) who we are and how we see things and um you know especially with relationships yeah it's important yeah so well and as we go on to like we will probably reference like it's the oneness or it's like it's yeah. the one in me that like doesn't doesn't like this or can't be okay with this or whatever. Yes, and I I feel like this is a good way to explain our title too. Yes. So we are um, party of one because we're single. Yes. But we are also party of ones because we both have the personality we're, type of a one. We're both a one. So what it's, is that called, it's, Rachel? It's called a. A double entendre. A double entendre. That's you're how what we easily are. I said that. You said it even so well. Any hesitation, really? She's you know, really come a long way. Progress, not perfection. Here yeah. I am. Here she is, and she sounds like she's an old professional. About five minutes ago, I was 
also convinced that I knew another French word that we did not have time to investigate. But again, it's the oneness and everything I was right. An entente. Which, you know, write in, tweet us, or, you know, email us if you know what the word entente means. If it, I think it's a French word for something. Maybe I don't a fight. think so. I don't think so. <sighs> I think I'm right. But we decided just to agree to disagree and move on. Because we've been spending a lot of time talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> still floating around up Because there. we both want to be right. I know. Well, it's the oneness, <laughs> as we'll explain. So could you give us, like, a little, like, glimpse of some things <clears throat> that... Uh, the internet. Well, and we should also probably clarify before we get started. We are not experts. We yeah. are not. We don't really. We didn't even formally take the official enneagram because the official enneagram, like one, I I think you might have to pay money for. Two takes like a really that. long time. Um and three, we we weren't that committed. <laughs> no. Plus, I feel like we don't need to take it because we're not looking to see like. If we are in fact a different number, we're we're pretty I'm, yeah, I'm pretty confident. strong and confident yeah. in our number. Yes. So I don't feel like I need to take another test no. to justify. Yeah, I feel like it's good. But we did get a lot of information from the Enneagram Institute, which you know we're not sponsored by the Enneagram Institute, but if they'd like to sponsor us and take us on, I mean we won't say no. We won't so, say no. Yeah, we hit us up no. at the Enneagram Institute. And um, that is where we went for all of our information. <laughs> So, just to give you a brief bit about our type, um, the Enneagram Institute says our basic fear is being corrupt, evil, or defective. Oh, but defective. the other website oh, yeah, had something we had, a little bit less like slap in the face. Yeah, kind of. it felt softer. It the, we softer. also had an article from um, Relevant Magazine. Uh, that said that our worst fear is imperfection. Yeah, we like that better. Yeah, we don't want to be corrupt or evil. We're defective. I don't think I. I don't think I worry. Do you worry that you're defective? No, I no. I do worry that. No, maybe a little I'm, bit. Like, cool, because the <laughs> you worry a little bit. <laughs> like in what ways? Um. Um. Uh, well, in a lot of ways, I think maybe I could be defective. Oh. Like. I don't think uh, I don't think well, I'm... I think it's a maybe defective. Like, like, I'm not broken. A broken toy. Like, I'm not a defective. It doesn't toy, work anymore. But, um, well, sometimes maybe I feel that way about relationships. Like, oh, oh maybe oh. it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> maybe, like, that love part of me doesn't work anymore. Oh. I don't know, which is sad. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. that usually. Yeah, it's just like, it would be like a an insecurity. Well, like, after many dates. Like many dates with different people, yeah, I might be like, maybe that part of me is dead, it's broken, or it's defective. All, it's all gone now. Yeah. Well, the other one said imperfection, and it talks a lot about like being afraid that like things are untidy because like you want to work to like. Well, and the basis We're of being a one is like reformer. Yes. So it's like you right, like it's, you want to bring reform. You want to make things better and correct and. Um, like ultimately like help people through like improvement always we always want to be improving we always want to help others be their their best selves yeah which I think is one of the main reasons why we both became teachers yeah is because we really try to impose that on our students yeah. too being their best it is also the number one source of my frustration as a teacher when yes. people have no desire to be or motivated yes um we can get very angry though 
I mean, that's what we learned, yeah. Yeah, we can be anger very issues. angry. It's really hard for me, and I know they read this all the time, that, like, to, we, we really don't understand how people can't follow rules. Yeah. We have a really hard time, like, if, especially if a rule is given to me as a teacher, and yeah. then I see my colleagues not following oh, that yeah. rule. It really makes me incredibly upset yeah. because I'm like, why? It's the rule. Right. Why aren't you following this rule? Yeah, That's and they the talk rule. about like the the deep sense of justice that like things like should be just and should be right. like everything should be fair, fair yeah. and just. We're really hard with things that are unfair and injustices. Yeah, and when they're not, we want to like work to make them better and like yeah. more efficient and like. Yeah, I want to say a lot of times we want to fix too. Yeah, the fixers. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, anything else? Um, basically, we we have fairly comfortable lives as long as we are tidy and things are organized mm-hmm. and things remain stable. Yeah, we don't sense. like we don't like things to happen that seem wrong to make our life unstable. Yeah, well, that's really what that, that article from Relevant said too. It's like um, you like picked up somewhere along the way that like if things aren't like tidy or if like if your like space is a mess or if you feel like you personally are a mess that that like reflects like who you are as a person or like that that like says something bad about like you i think this is a good time to mention your oneness um, <laughs> oh no thing that happened two weeks ago it was two okay. weeks ago oh you will oh no um <laughs> when uh winter break was ending uh-huh. And you knew that things were going to be out of control. Oh, you had to go back to work yeah. the next day. We had just come um, home from a trip. <laughs> and <laughs> Rachel calls me like an hour into being home. And she's like, I'm in my car. And I just grabbed a bunch of things to take to Goodwill. And I'm like, what are you doing? We just got home. I just, I couldn't have these things in my house anymore. <laughs> And, like, she hadn't even unpacked. She was just, like, in the car taking boxes to Goodwill. She just threw random things in boxes. And she's like, my life is not tidy. I have to tidy my life. It was true. It was was very upset because things were just not tidy. And she had to go back to work the next day. I did, too. And... She couldn't control that, so there had to be something that was in control. Was like, so she just tidied. She now's was tidy. Now's the time to go through now's my tidy. And who knows what ended up out the door, or if she'll need them oh, again. I think I know. I mean, I feel like I feel pretty good about my decisions. Although the other day I was looking for something that I did give away in that little manic episode yeah. of giving things to Goodwill, and I thought mm, maybe that was a little yeah, a little too a little too hasty. Yeah. My, my decision but yeah I, I i don't know i had like some kind of break where i was like i can't be in here with all this stuff anymore i have to get rid of some of it and like right. tiny things go. and like it was like things that just didn't have a place or i didn't really want anymore and i just like immediately had to deal with it and yeah. get rid of it yeah and um i have to say too i'm you're not alone because <laughs> my teacher desk is yeah. by far the cleanest teacher desk in the entire building i can't leave <laughs> anything on it and no piles. Do you nothing. want a good story about your oneness? Oh gosh. One time we were there was a year that when we worked together that we would eat lunch in her room with a bunch of people. Oh no, this isn't a crab. And- <laughs> oh no. And so we're eating 
uh, we're eating our lunch, and for whatever reason, I don't, I still don't to this day don't fully understand why, uh, one of our colleagues had uh, crab dip as a part of his lunch, or seafood dip. I don't think it was it technically was, crab dip. It was called seafood dip. It was, but it it was, was from a deli, crab. like, around the yeah. corner. Um, and he was eating this seafood dip, and I don't even think he was dipping anything into it. I think he was just, like, eating it. I don't even know. I, I blanked out. Which is gross. But, yeah. <laughs> so, this is... So, we're eating in her room, and at some point, he's doing something, and then he drops a whole spoonful of this seafood dip onto her carpet in her classroom. Oh, the nightmare. And <laughs> I've never seen her go so white or so blank at, like, one time. And I was literally, like... Is she broken? Did this, did totally this break broken. her? And then she was just like, <laughs> she just started making like this. Ah! <laughs> and then we're just like, clean it up, clean it up. So then but this, he did so it. Then he's he just in there and he's just like, it's fine, it's fine, I'll get it later. And she's just I like, do it. she's like, we can't keep eating. We can't keep eating our seafood dip in the carpet. <laughs> and like, <laughs> she like could not get past it. So then like one of our other colleagues tried to like help him clean it up. But, ooh, trying to clean that oh, up, and, like, it, so it was, like, worse. the smell all of a sudden was, like, really strong, and then there was, like, this little spot on your carpet that still smelled and looked like seafood dip had been there. And then you were, like, the rest of the day is going to be like this? Like, I just might have to go home. Like, I just can't even stay here. <laughs> I, to this day, anything falls on my floor, my answer is at least it's not crabbed it. And yeah, it could be worse. It, it could, could be worse. could smell and could be have synthetic... Yeah. Seafood slash crab in it. The crab dip episode of 
Um, well, I'll do one that I felt, like, really stuck out, or that we both, like, gasped mm-hmm. when the kid was Maggie Smith. <gasps> Maggie I, Smith, I gasp again. I, I love Maggie Smith. I love Smith. Maggie Smith. Um, I, Maggie Smith has this great quote, um, that is, like, speak the truth even if your voice shakes. Yes. And I think about that all the time because I just think she is so fierce and she's so, like, you do not cross her. But the fact that, like, she has things that she wants to say that she's, like, nervous to say or that her voice can shake while she's saying it, like, just makes me think, like, oh, she's a human, too. And every character she's played, she's been, like, my favorite character on anything she's done. Well, and if you think about it, too, with, like, this, like, I feel like you can see even in the character she plays, like, that sense of justice and how things should be. I mean, let's look, Downton Abbey, Harry Potter, I mean, McGonagall has to be a one. Oh, yeah, for sure. She has to be. And I think the Dowager counts. Uh, she's the Dowager. She's the Dowager. Yeah, she for sure is a one too. She has. I mean, there, I she has. She was always about the sense of right. And what she was appalled be. when things were changing. Yes. Oh, how could? But this also, change? she wanted people to be treated kindly. Yes. Ultimately, even if she didn't always go there first. It was hard end, to see the love, was right. which yeah. I feel is for us as well. It like, was it's hard, hard to see, see the love, love but it's it was there. there. She was. She was trying. It's she was there. trying to change with the times. We, too, are trying to change yes, with the times. we are trying to change. We're not against change. Maybe we should say that. We just We're want change for a good reason. For a good reason. We, we want it to be just. We want to be in control right. of the change. We don't want change <laughs> to be bad or corrupt, which sometimes I feel like happens in politics. And then a couple other people, I mean, we don't really spend a lot of time on everybody, but Joan of Arc was uh, oh, one yeah. who we can't have on this show. Though, if I digress, Maggie Smith, if you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening, Maggie. We would really like you to be on oh, our podcast. So um, and Celine Dion. Oh. Also, please come on yeah, our show. I don't really know anything about Celine Dion other than I think she is like, uh, like in my mind, like she is like top 10 divas. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. she's very strong. Like, yeah. I just see her as a very strong yeah. female. I just hear like that. She works hard for her money. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, interesting ones. Um, Jerry Seinfeld and Tina Fey. Also ones. See, we can be funny, too. <laughs> yeah, see. Ones can be it's funny. Fine. It's fine. fine. It's not all us, you no. know, criticizing and looking for the worst no. people. Um, other interesting ones. Um, well, oh, Michelle, Michelle Obama, Obama. Which uh, Michelle? We love her. If you're listening, oh I listened gosh. to your podcast with Oprah, and I loved it. We love you. I watch you every time you're on we Ellen. Miss you. We we wish you would you would uh you know take control again. I know. But, you know. We love you. All right, so here's our list of people uh, that. We do not feel like reflect as positively as the others. Our first one is uh, Dr. Kevorkian, who, for maybe people who are listening who don't know, he is uh, the doctor-assisted suicide doctor, which we won't get into how we feel about that, plus or minus, because that's just a lot to get into, and that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about us maybe dying alone. Yeah. This podcast is not about, about happier things. Whether we have the right to choose to die. Yeah. Now. <laughs> um, so that one maybe wasn't a super positive yeah. one. Um, <laughs> another one is Osama bin Laden. I'm really afraid to even say it. Um, well, he's dead. He's dead now, and we wouldn't want him on our podcast anyway. No. 
No. No. Uh, but if any of his affiliates are listening, we, we're we sorry, but we just don't think he reflects the values of this podcast. No. Um, and our last one uh, was Martha Stewart, which again, depending on I mean, how you feel about her. She cook really well, yeah. and she's a really great designer. And I think she's probably really tidy. I would but have to say very the reason tidy. she went, maybe the, the ones that don't reflect as positively is because she's been to jail. She Yeah. So she's like she a medium one. Yeah, she's like medium. But I bet she kept a really tidy jail. Really, for sure. And I bet she really helped out a lot of people in jail to see um, just they could reform themselves and be oh reformed. We are reformers. So maybe she, you know, she went to jail and reformed a lot of people. So no, she's supposed to reflect badly on us. She's in the part where we're saying like we're not all Michelle Obama or Maggie Smith. Yeah, but we're also trying to look for the good. We have a Martha Stewart. We look for the good of Osama bin Laden. We're not. No, that's okay. (laughs) Um, No, like Martha Stewart is not our idol. Like a Michelle Obama might be, That's or a Maggie Smith, or and Mary do you Poppins, feel like that is because of the jail? Because none of those other people have been in jail. Uh, no, to my even before she went to jail, like she wasn't like my favorite person yeah. to listen to. Um, Martha Stewart, if you're listening, if you're listening, we you can still you come can on come. our show if you want. Yeah, we, we we could get to know you more. And, yeah, and you could give us a new sense of maybe right you and could you could make us a seafood dip. No, <laughs> <laughs> that we will keep from falling on the floor. No. I know Martha Stewart makes a mean seafood dip. I mean, it's fine, but I'm ruined for seafood dip forever. <laughs> I can't eat that anymore. All right, yeah. So that's a good picture of, you know, some some celebs yes. you might know uh, who are also, you know, sharing our, our oneness. Yeah. Um, so in thinking about, you know, what this would mean, we did some in our deep dive into what this means about us and what this means about us and other people. We naturally thought, as we usually do, what does this mean in terms of us finding husbands? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I did some, I started some Googling, uh, and I just Googled, like, Enneagram relationships, and I found the Enneagram Institute again, and in that, um, I started looking, because they can, you, they have, like, matches where you can look for, like, your number with other numbers. Does that make sense? Right. Is there a better yeah. way to explain that? Like, who you're most compatible with, number one. Yes. Wise. Yes. And um, so I started looking. There are nine numbers in total. Um, so I started looking. I was like, ones with twos. Uh, started reading. Ones with three. Started reading. Ones with fours. Um, and for every one that I was looking at, uh, it was, the outlook was not good. Fiery death. It was outlook. a bad... Really bad ending. Prognosis. Really um, bad. Each of them were like, uh, well, as a one, you know that at times you can be difficult to live with. And hard to get along with and make other people feel bad about themselves. And um, a lot of them ended with, like, this relationship would likely end with uh, growing cold and distant and the one resenting the other person in the relationship and it ending. Fiery death. And, like, all of them were like that. Every relationship died. And it was so, like, oh, no, what are we going to do? It's terrible. And I'm going, like, from number to number, hoping, like, well, maybe this one. Well, maybe this one. Okay, well, okay, can't be with an artist. That's fine. Well, maybe I could be with the leader. Oh, no, butt heads with the leader because I think I know better. So then keep going, keep going. Finally, we get to the last, last number, the title for this episode. The hunt for a nine. We discovered that a nine is who we're meant to be with. Mm -hmm. So now we are exclusively 
looking at men as nines. Because if we don't find a nine, we know how it will end. Yeah, badly. Really badly. And what, can you explain a little bit about who the nine is? So the nine is the peacemaker. And the best thing about a nine is they calm ones down. Yes. So when we are all revved up about what is right and just in the world and how people don't follow rules, yeah. they remind us yes. that it's going to be okay that not everybody does those things. Yeah, things because, like us or like whatever. Right. Yeah. The, this article from the Enneagram Institute said, um, Nines bring a gentle accepting quality that nurtures and supports others without as much explicit demand for self-improvement. Nines are steady, easy to get along with, feel uncritical and undemanding, and prefer harmony and smooth relations over the pleasure of being right or having the last word in a situation. Which I gotta say, sounds like something I could really use. Yeah, we really need nines. (laughs) Because I don't don't have that. Did we look up um, who were nine? We didn't. Oh, we didn't. We should have. We'll do a quick Google. We did. We did look it up at one point. Who we could be? Oh didn't yeah. We say Jack in the holiday. Oh that. Oh yeah. Yeah. The you holiday. explain that. So Jude Law's character in the movie The Holiday is a nine. He is a peacemaker, which is good because Cameron Diaz's person in that i don't know if she was a one but she was super high strung uh-huh and she needed somebody to just kind of relax her and that was good really you made relaxer sound like it stands for something else relax. okay relax you know what i mean i do i do i know what you mean <sighs> just chilled her out because she was upset about many things all the time and high strung and so he was one and then i feel like Jack Pearson, the character Jack Pearson oh, you think he on is? This Is Us, may be a one because he was really a good peacemaker. Oh, are you ready for some celeb nines? Okay. Yes. Um, okay, so celeb nines. Oh, Mr. Rogers. Oh, you love Mr. I Rogers. I love Mr. Rogers. Okay, I went to the Mr. Rogers documentary and cried the whole way through. If you have not heard or seen the Mr. Rogers dec- documentary, I highly recommend. Um, okay, other people. Um, I don't know. There's some a lot of politicians on here. I'm surprised. Are you ready? Abe Lincoln, Dwight Eisenhower, Gerald Ford, Ronald Reagan, George Bush, Kennedy, Colin Powell. Oh, okay. Uh, Jimmy Stewart. Okay. Jack Johnson. Okay. Uh, Walt Disney. Oh, I love Walt Disney. You're just going to have to lift her up. <laughs> Sorry, our producer <laughs> slash my sister. You will hear about her in the last podcast if you've listened. She is currently trying to quiet the dogs in the background. She's a, this is a preview. She's a two on the Enneagram, which is a helper. And her, her two-ness is really coming out right now. She's been chasing dogs around the house, trying to get them quiet for like five minutes. And she's trying so hard. <laughs> She's doing real well, but they're just... She's trying, really and flopping. she's finally settled them, I think. So, really good job. Thank you for your... Keep him outside, he likes it out there. <laughs> okay, good job. Okay, um, Whoopi Goldberg. Um, Jim Henson, creator of The Muppets. Um, Gina Davis. 
Well, I like you. Is it nine? Not that we're looking for ladies. Uh, Toby Maguire. Oh, I like Toby Maguire. He's kind of too gloomy for me. I think I need a, a happy nine. Maybe he's not really a totally gloomy person in real life. Oh, maybe just plays gloomy people. Yeah. Maybe. Um, ooh, Gloria Steinman. Again, not looking for ladies. Um, Walter Cronkite, which is interesting. That also doesn't seem like a happy nine to me. No, like, shoot, that's not good. There's not a lot of happy people on here. Well, I guess Disney was probably happy, right? Yeah. He built the happiest place on earth, for God's sake. He did. All right. Um, Jason Maybe Seagal. Peace. Maybe he built it to create peace. Who's Jason Seagal? Is he an actor? Is he related to Katie Seagal? Who's Katie Seagal? Katie oh. Seagal and How I Met Your Mother. Our producer, Elizabeth, has told us that Jason Seagal was on How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> He's Marshall on How I Met Your yes. Mother. Okay. Thank you. Um, uh, Homer and Marge Simpson, apparently, are oh. both also nines, which doesn't seem great. All right. Well, there's some, I don't know, there's some highs and some lows. But here's the problem with that. Okay. And this actually is a good thing. I don't know any men my age who I would say fall under the peacemaker category. No. Do you? No, not a one. We don't know any nines. I don't know any. And I don't know if that's because I just don't know a wide enough kind of person. But where do you find those people? Like, in that, in that short list, you had someone who leads armies, presidents of the United States, yeah. uh, someone who built an empire, I feel Disney. like nines are really busy. So where are, so where where are, they? are the nines? Where do we find nines? And when we first meet someone, how do we ask them if they're a nine without being creepy? I don't know if you ask. I think you just know. Like, I think you would know. Like, I mean, would you know on the first nine? date, though? If they're a peacekeeper or yeah. not? Yeah. I think probably because, like, if you have somebody who, like, keeps correcting you or telling you that you're, like, not correct or, like, you're not right or, like, if you have somebody who, like, you're already frowning. See, I know you, like, that would be a turnoff for you. You'd be like, this isn't for me. He's correcting me. I'm wrong. Or, like, if he's really picky about, like, where you want to eat or, like, what food he's going to order, like, things like that. He's not a peacemaker. He's not a peacemaker because they would just be chill about it, even if they didn't like it. I, I mean, I would have to say I'm not the type of person who, if I went on one date and decided he wasn't a nine, that I wasn't going to go out with him again. Or, yeah. like, I don't have to know well, maybe Well, and that's the what the Enneagrams the thing said. It was just, like, we can't say for sure. Like, it's not going to be everybody. So, yeah. if you're listening right now and you've looked up Enneagram and you're taking the quiz as we speak and you find out that your significant other, doesn't if you're a one you, yeah. and your significant other doesn't match you, like... It's okay. Like, not every person... There is no perfect personality test. Right. Yeah. But this gives us a good starting off point, I think, in yeah. finding somebody. The problem is we don't know where, to, don't find know where them. to find them. Because, like, if they were a four, which is an artsy person... Yeah. ...or creative, we might be able to go to, like, museums. Right. Or, you know, places like that. Or, like, if they were very, like, science-minded or yeah. something like that, we would know where to go. But a peacemaker, I mean, do they like like sporting events? <laughs> I don't know. Are, do nines like sporting events? I mean, if they do, are we going to go to more sporting events? I mean, I'm not against it. Me neither. Um, well, I think, too, it, like, maybe it's just, like, a good, like, thing. Like, in when you do meet people, if you notice signs of a nine. If you notice yeah. things where you think, like, oh, he's easygoing. Or, oh, like, he just wants everybody to be at peace. 
in like a certain situation that you would be like, okay, see, I could see how this works. Yeah. So it's not something as like a qualifier or a disqualifier. It's just like, I know that I need this. I agree. Okay. Um, okay, nine. so we're going to keep searching for nine. And we'll if you hunting. feel you are a nine. And you're single. And, and you're single male who is either, um, you know, close in age to 42 or 26. Yeah. Um, you know, send know. us send us a message. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can. Yeah. We are at, at Party of Ones. And the one is the number one, not yes. the letter. Yeah. And you can also email us at partyofones.podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And we would love to hear what you think of Enneagram yeah. and what you are. Yeah, what number you are. And also where your compatibilities are. Right. Because we can just, you know... We could also say not only are we searching for nines, but we're searching for a five for somebody. Right, whatever. yeah. So well, we'll start a whole matchmaking we'll service. We'll start a matchmaking service. We can't find anybody for ourselves. We'll but find, we probably we'll help find love for other people. Because we are helpers. Yes. That's, and we want to make we people wanna, better. We want to so reform everyone. So, and right. um, a special shout out this episode to our producer, Elizabeth. Yes. Who, she, you know, her two-ness really... Her two-ness has really come oh, out this episode. So Such a helper, And one. soon she'll be able to be on our episode. We're yeah. going to let her have a guest spot, we yeah. decided. She just can't just be a co-host. She can't be a co-host because um, she's not a party of one. she's a party of two. But thank you so much for listening. And yes. we hope you come back next Sunday to hear our next podcast. Yeah. And um, you'll just have to wait and see what that one's about. We're super excited. Yeah, fun things to come. Check our Twitter for updates. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.